Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Superfly75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. What up, what up? Wait a minute, let me move something. Let me move this over here and then let me... Forget how to do my damn widgets just like that. I think I forgot just like that. Oh, they got up. They got um the upgrades. Um, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna have to play with this widget some more. Yeah, I definitely got to play with this widget. Sorry, my bad. Y'all just got the ecam live 4.1 update, and it's it's wanting me to play with it <laughs> so I'm not gonna play with it I'm just gonna leave it as and play with it after the show preferences oh yeah they didn't move shit around I ain't got time to be playing with this all right my bad yo what's happening <clears throat> shout out to everybody that's what's up what's up what's up what's up all right all right peace 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 Peace. What's today's mathematics? What's today's mathematics? I, I'm always early. I be early in spirit. I'm early in spirit. Peace, peace. What's today's mathematics? Can somebody give me today's mathematics? Like, seriously, what's today's mathematics? Like, somebody seriously tell me. I need to know. Somebody tell me today's mathematics. <laughs> Club Fortune, Chapman. All right, let's um. <laughs> it's going to be a low vibrational show today, tonight rather, cause uh, that's the type of mood a mood I'm in. Eleven. Do y'all even know what I'm talking about when I? bless y'all it's okay babies thank you thank you dragon mom and thank you chocolate bunny um i'm looking for a different type of mathematics but it's okay i appreciate it thank you nonetheless i'm looking for a different type of math <laughs> it's okay it's okay there's no shame in that i need some of my five percenters one of my guys from the nation of gods and earth to, to give me today's mathematics it's okay. It's okay, ladies. It's all good. It's all good. Let's get to some nonsense. What left, bruh? It's going to be medium levels. About a six, six to seven. Six and seven. 
Okay, man. As soon as I get, hop on, everybody wants to. You what's up? All right, let me turn this shit off. This is gonna get annoying. Annoying. All right. We here to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, but I need today's today's numbers. It's all right. Somebody go. Somebody before the night's out gonna give me today's mathematics. It's, it's all good. We gonna learn together. All right. Now listen. Where do I go first? Let's let's go here. Yeah, let's go to. No, no. No, the truth is the new pettiness. <laughs> That's what's up. I like that. I like that. Yo, I I finally caught up the I got caught up the top boy. Is anybody caught up on top boy? I finally got all caught up. I wasn't overly impressed by it. Cuz I heard for years people sing this show's praises like top boy, top boy. I was not impressed. Please don't think UK shows are better than American shows. Let's not do that. Let's not let's not pit BBC UK shows versus American shows. Let's not do that. It's a whole different type of I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It's like UK shows is like Jerry Seinfeld, dry humor. May not be outwardly funny, but if you understand it, it's funny, right? That's how I look at UK shows like Jerry Seinfeld, very dry, cerebral humor. If you don't get it, then it's not funny. But yeah, I was not impressed with Top Boy. Um, I'm, I, I, I was hoping Jack, Jacqueline got killed. She lived. And then this constant war between Sully and, and Duchesne, that was, I was like, come on, man. Like, y'all couldn't get this rectified. Like, the writing on the show, it's always black versus, it's always black man versus black man. Always, always. And then, of course, um, what was his name? The, the Arab Isaac. You know, what? That shit was whack. I'm sorry. Yeah, way different cultures. Reg liked that shit. I didn't, that shit was whack to me, bruh. And then at the end, he, he done shot Dusane, and they had this little conversation revealing this. I want your respect. I wanted was your respect. I respect you, bro. I respect you, bro. Like, how nah, nigga, you done already shot him over this money or the drugs or whatever. No, the money, right? The stash. It was either money or drugs. I forgot. Stole the stash from Jacqueline, whatever. Pay his debts because he got swindled by some some uh, some investors. That shit was whack, man. Please don't ever mention Top Boy in the same vein of, of of American shows. Let's not do that ever. Let's not ever do that ever 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 ever. Let's not ever ever do that. See, and I don't care for for UK shows like that because, like I said, it's written in a way that. They would get it. And I'm, as an American, like, so that's the punchline, huh? So, and then at the end, when Steph's, when Steph and Sully's brother, whatever, or no, it was, it was, uh, Jack, not the one guy who was supposed to take over Jackie. I forget his name. His younger brother run up on, run up on Sully. How does it feel? How does it feel? 
been so long. I don't feel nothing. I don't feel nothing. Whatever happens, I'm okay with. I'm just like, and then he get in the car and then somebody shoots Sully in the head. Like, come the fuck on. It wasn't Steph, though. It wasn't the young boy. Clearly it was somebody else that, that shot Sully. Obviously. Because for them to make us think it was the young boy, Steph. Stop. 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 The UK dudes told me here in Cambodia that they do what what we've already done in the U.S. two years later. The UK has no flavor. I agree. That was named Jamie. Jamie. Okay, Jamie was supposed to be the heir apparent. He got killed in front of his younger brother. And he, I was like, nah. I've been so long. I don't feel nothing. Whatever happens, I'm okay with it. Just after you got done seeing your daughter and you was really dry with your daughter, daughter's like, why are you here, dad? I'm okay, dad. I was like, oh, that's that's eerily reminiscent of how Minnie talks to me. Shit. Damn. Maybe that's why that scene impacted me the way it did. Anywho, Top Boy, it was watchable, but I was hoping Jacqueline got killed, the, the the little thug lesbian. I didn't like her character at all. I didn't like her character. No pause. No pause. I was like, ah, okay. 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 So, yeah, I'm over it. Anywho. Let's get on with it. First, uh... First nonsense today. What the hell? Oh, come on. Okay. Let's get to this. Let's thank Super Duper Humble. I thought this was a skit at first. I legit thought this was a skit. This dude is for real. Wait a minute, y'all. Let's go to Super Duper, Super Duper Humble. I legit thought this dude was playing. I thought he was playing around. This nigga's serious. And I've been called a sex witch and I've been called a demon on the dick. <laughs> I love dick. <laughs> and just eat dick all day. What's wrong with me? I don't know. So she had to go on a celibate journey. Eating too much dick, taking too much dick. When you're hot, you can just get dick, do what you want. But now, I'm a wife. So you can't just fuck this anymore. But I used to throw it back quite a lot. On top dollar men, believe it or not. <laughs> men, you probably might know. <laughs> so I've been with some men that are managing maybe your favorite artist. Interesting. Wait. You wanna say talk to you wanna talk to me? Wait. Talk to me. If you can't talk to me, then clearly my vibration is too high. Wait. Say that. Wait. I have million accents. Ni hao. That's Asian. Mama does what needs to be done. And I've been called a sex switch Bruh, and I've been I called he was a playing. He's for real. This is him. I legit thought this was a skit. I thought Super Duper Humble had ran out of content. I legit thought, okay, the well has run dry. They're running skits now. No, he's for real. This is him. <laughs> Ain't no get out. Child door locks broken. Ain't no get out. Okay? Ain't no get out. No, he is serious. This dude is serious. This is him. 
This is him. Him. This is him, y'all. Like, he's for real. For real. This is him. No skit. No jokes. No, no. He's for... This is... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Wait. I told you it was going to be a low vibrational show tonight. I told y'all. Y'all didn't believe me. Look at this nigga. This nigga gone. Oh, this dude is gone. This is hilarious. Yeah, I legit thought he was a... He was playing around. No, no. He for real, for real. He for real, for real. You know what? I almost feel sorry for women today. I almost feel sorry for y'all. Like to the point where it's like, we got to say something. We got to do something. Now I'm just like, nope, not my fight. But yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> when he did the little <laughs> wait, let's run it back. We had let's run it back just because. Just run it back. Humor me, y'all. Humor me. This is hilarious. Mama does what needs to be done, and I've been called a sex witch, and I've been called a demon on the dick. <laughs> I love dick. And just eat dick all day. What's wrong with me? I don't know. So she had to go on a celibate journey. Eating too much dick. Taking too much dick. When you're hot, you can just get dick. Do what you want. But now, I'm a wife. So you can't just fuck this anymore. But I used to throw it back quite a lot. On top dollar men, believe it or not. (laughs) Men you probably might know. (laughs) I've been with some men. That are managing maybe your favorite artist. Alright, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's continue. It gets worse. It only gets worse from here on out. Yeah. It only gets worse from here on out. I have a pimple. I have a pimple, y'all. I gotta pop that. Listen, <laughs> motherfucker, the giggity giggity. <laughs> he said the devil is busy. <laughs> hey, he he's married, so uh, that's that's a good thing. Now he here's another another. <laughs> I didn't know this. Wait, I didn't know, and I'm I'm late to the party. So Angelica Ross from American Horror Story. I didn't know it it was it was it Where do I go from here? Just let me just play it, man. I didn't I didn't even know. When I did the breakdown of season 7, was it? What what's what's what batch of series was that? You had the black woman that made the goo that made everybody into vampires or or enlightened their physical ad and intellectual act attributes. It was the season with the aliens, with Truman signing the, the New Deal. It was that season of uh, American Horror Story that I covered. I didn't know this mother... 
this dude was was a dude wait a minute i didn't know this was a dude now i'm not ta- i'm not talking the white woman emma roberts i'm talking angelica roberts that's a guy i didn't know i didn't know she said she said to me she could feel the energy coming off of me she was like are you okay you haven't been talking i'm like mm-hmm because bitch don't play me you've been playing mind games with everybody on the set and everybody's been waiting for the moment that you would get me and- oh that's it okay hold up hold up there's more don't don't worry i got more i didn't know this was a dude this is a dude and I'm like trying to process the fuck she just said. And I'm like, I'm standing there and she walked away. My blood is boiling, boiling. Because I'm like, if I say something, it's gonna be me. That's, That's right. the problem. The and I know That's this right. because there was someone who spoke up about what she was doing and they got repercussions from it. Not her, they did. So when I saw that happening, I was just like, I, I'm done, I'm done. I didn't speak to that bitch the entire time after that. So we had scenes together and I never spoke to her. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Last one. I didn't know this was a guy. This is a guy. Okay. I'm standing in front of Emma, talking to her like this, and she's, you know, she's in front of me, her back against the mirror. She goes, John... Angelica's being, Angelica's being mean, and he goes, and I know she's being, you know, she's not being for real, for real, she's just being whatever, and, and John is like, okay, ladies, you know, that's enough, let's, you know, like, get back to work, and she then looks at me, and she goes, she goes, don't you mean lady, and she turns around like Mm. this, and covers her mouth, and goes back here, (laughs) But can't see, I'm looking at her dead ass in the camera, like, what the fuck did you just say? And I'm standing there looking her dead ass in the damn thing. Oh, okay. So then, after all the whining and crying, Emma Roberts issues an apology. So, you know, no big deal. Come on, pull it. There we go. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Emma Roberts, for calling and apologizing. Recognizing your behavior was not that of an ally. I will leave the line open to follow up on your desire to do better and support social justice causes with your platform. So even the white women are tired of y'all mess. Oh, no. Oh, no. The funniest part we're all sitting around and I'm copying Cody's accent. Didn't know he had one. Emma then copies my voice and laughs and drops it several octaves. 
I was shook. She read me for blood with my own words. Of course, I was self-conscious about my voice on set after that. She says, let me make something absolutely clear. I appreciate the support, but please do not joke about violence towards Emma. Joke about her being held accountable. Now that's funny. All right, so <laughs> had to go take a look, see for myself, but uh, where is it at? Yeah, yeah, this is, this is, this is it right here. This is Angelica Ross. This is a man, baby. This is a man. Okay. This whole time, I to I try to tell y'all, these guys are going, but that's not, it's not, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. I would have chuckled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So this is Angelica Robert, uh, Ross. Angelica Ross. This whole time, I thought there was a, a, a woman. Every time I watched American Horror Story, yeah, those, those, that season, was it seven or eight? I forget. Whatever. She was in it. The one I just watched last season. Yeah, so she played when the, and then with the one episode, the one episode, the one series when they turn into vampires or they be, or they become super intellectual, their gifts are heightened. Um, with Evan Ross, of course, and then the one with the uh, the aliens with Truman, she played the black alien lady. She played the black alien. She was like the the, the birth mother or like the the doula while they were all giving birth and stuff like that. So yeah, just just. Ah oh, man, ah, oh, I didn't this whole time. Not that I was looking, but I didn't know it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oof. T-shirt that said "Build That Wall." The second day it was a T-shirt that had praying hands in front of a of a flag, American flag that said "I don't kneel." The next day, it was like America first. It was like all these t-shirts. But what made it worse? Uh -huh. What made it worse? Was the scene when me and Emma Roberts are driving in the car away from the, the killer. What's really happening is they have a crew outside of my car that is operating my car, like doing certain things before they say action or whatever the case is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's the man outside my window operating my car wearing the racist t-shirts. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, yeah, so someone else was wearing these racist t-shirts and everybody, everybody recognized it and everybody was uncomfortable. So mind you, mind you what I'm telling you is all these people recognize what was happening i'm getting there so uh, okay that's cool we just want to look at the we just want to see how you how you fooled us because we i didn't know okay 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 once again this is your ladies, this is your replacement. Slowly but surely. Johnny Be Good. Hey, congrats to Johnny Be Good's daughter. 
his little mini me just graduated. I, what belt is she now, bro? In in um, BJJ, what belt is your daughter now? That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, keep her on that path. Keep her on that path. Cause we gotta raise daughters out here to whoop these little soft ass meat, these little soft, these little soft soy boys out here, right? They're gonna they're gonna have to run to our daughters for protection, honey. Help those men over there trying to attack me. <laughs> Get behind me, honey. I'll save you. you all, I almost thought that was blue from Holiday Heart. Listen, they've had decades to perfect this. Okay, they've been doing it since the 30s. Think the Germans. Okay, listen, I, I'm 25 and 3. Damn all that. I'm 25 and 3. Ladies. Men that pay $50 on a light bill is not your problem. This is your problem. A man that pays $50 on a light bill is not your problem. This is your problem. <laughs> Let's take a look. Let's see what else. Let's see what else. <laughs> oh, y'all. Put that on my mama. Y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. Once again, if you didn't know this was a man, a lot of guys are going. Let's not play these games. Let's not play these games. If a man did not know this was a this this man this person has an X and a uh, <laughs> X and a Y or two X's, they're going. Ain't gonna be no more. I can tell. No, you can't. Ain't gonna be no more of that. I can tell. No, I ain't now. Ain't gonna be no more of that. Ain't gonna be no more. I can tell. No. Stop. Stop the cap. No, you can't. Now, if it's glammed up. Now, it looks rough here. Woof. It, it looks rough here. Don't get me wrong. It looks rough here. It looks really rough. I'm, but I'm telling you, this, guys are going. Guys are going. They're going. They're going. Okay? They're going. They're going. They're going. Yeah, the comments are crazy. I'm telling you. All right. Okay. You know what? Let's go ahead and do this. Let's keep it going. So we're going to talk about strong-faced women. Because I hear a lot of guys say what they're you know a woman with a strong face strong chin blah 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 and i'm just like uh okay so this whole strong face woman thing you know you know guys be like uh not me uh i'll never uh uh uh, uh. okay before i do i want to do i don't want to do strong face right now no let's do this let's do nasty old couples and then we're going to do strong faced women Featuring Judge Joe Brown. Now look at this shit here. Now whose grand whose grandmama is this? Whose grandmother, grandmama, whose Mima is this? Whose Mima is this? Who do I have to blame for this? Who do I have to blame for this? Okay. Who do I have to blame for this? 
Whose fault is this? Because let these goofballs on YouTube tell y'all, you know, the Sookies and the, the Glorillas just birthed themselves, right? They, there's no progenitors. Nobody came before them, right? Let them Negroes tell you they just they just pop out of nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Come on. Who's, who's me, Ma, is this? I could not wait. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. I couldn't wait. She couldn't wait? What? I couldn't hardly wait till nighttime come. Oh, no. Why? Why? I'm going in there at night like Wonder Woman. Baby, I'm going in there like Wonder Woman. Guess what? I'm going to take this off. Slip this under. 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 I'm going to be like... Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! Y'all going to have a good night. Y'all have a good one here. We're going to be playing. What? I'm about to turn things out up in here. I would assume this woman is has to be Millie Jackson's age. Did we not did we not watch the color purple together? Did we not watch all the great the grandparents in these juke joints and just doing all types of just deviant stuff? Did we not just watch I you know what? The worst thing that 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 ever happened. I, I you know what I used to think crack was the worst thing that happened to black folks. I'm thinking of social media now. I think social media has become has a bigger negative impact on black people than crack. I I I would. I would argue the point that social media has had a bigger negative outcome than crack. <sighs> Yo, what's good, bruv? <laughs> what's good, bruv? What? Listen, I'm not mad at the freaky old folks. That's a beautiful thing. But back in the day, freaky old folks would kill themselves before they got their, their, before their secrets got out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can you imagine being a lesbian in the 30s and 40s? What they call it? The nasty woman's disease. Could you imagine? They would they would off themselves before their secret ever got out. You understand? Now it's just like, this is what we are. It's what we do. It's cool now. <sighs> I just want to say this and I'll, I'll, I'll move on. This undercuts every argument anybody has on YouTube about these young women about today's modern women when it comes to sexuality okay 
women like this, Mima and Millie Jackson and whoever else undercuts all their arguments. Women have been nasty since the day in time memoriam. When has a when there's a time when women have not been nasty? And if that in your take on nasty being good or bad, that's your perspective. But there's never not been a time when women have not been overtly sexual, sexually aggressive, sexually free, sexually liberated. I mean those old I mean them old black and white porn tapes of women of all races doing stuff so this undercuts the there all these new guys' entire arguments right if you are in these guys' age bracket between like 30 to 40 and you're talking like oh these women you have no argument women have been nasty your grandmama was taking it in the ass sorry your grandmama was doing ass to mouth. Your grandmama had a train or two ran on her. Your grandmama may have had a kitty licked on by another woman a time or two. You you have none of you guys have any argument. No leg to stand on. When there has when has there been a time when women have not been nasty? Okay. Okay. You these these dudes would would lose their minds if their grandmamas grandparents told them what what they all they did in the bedroom would lose their shits okay would lose their shits all right yeah keep it in the closet Mima. <laughs> shout out to this woman here you listen i mad a healthy sex life you know is is vitally important not to not only to oneself to self but to them as a couple as as a married couple couples period like do not underestimate the the impact of a of a healthy functioning sex life because if if there's no sex life or it's going bad it's just going to be a magnet for all any other problems that are in the relationship either magnifies or mitigates problems in in the relationship so can I tighten this thing up again I hope not because I'm okay we're good all right all right okay yeah Lucia Bogans my man talk about it when when, never ain't never been that's why I can't take these dudes these be the same dudes that be trying to act that be that be want to ask their girls to to do something you know these be the same guys that be like man I wish my girl would do this I wish we do that okay all right thanks me ma I know her, you know, somebody's granddad, her husband is, is in heaven right now. She done sucked all his little soul up out of him. Now let's get to strong faced women. I keep hearing these guys talk about, oh, they not, who they not going to date these women. They listen, who is this woman? Who is this woman? Harpo. Who is this woman? Now, the first thing y'all going to say, a lot of y'all be like, I, I can't deal with a, a strong-faced woman. She look like a man. Blah, blah, blah. Skippity, blah, blah. Sirs, y'all have no argument. Priest, thank you for the 25 on the cash app, brethren. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
I don't want to hear the strong-faced woman argument. I, I just don't. Okay? This woman here. This is, Ju this is Judge Joe Brown's ex. Now I ain't taking shit down. Hell no. Hell no. This woman here. This is Judge Joe Brown's ex. This is what Judge Joe Brown likes. Likes him a strong-faced woman with a cleft in her chin. Now, if y'all, if I didn't say this was Judge Joe Brown's ex-woman, a lot, a lot of y'all would be real disrespectful to this woman and say, oh, that's a strong-faced woman, or that's a man. That's a man, baby. No, this is a whole woman. This is a whole woman, okay? Now, why did I bring her up? Because her and Judge Joe Brown are beefing right now. And so let's do this. She looks like, don't disrespect Nia Jax like that, bro. No, bro, don't do that. Listen, I would let Nia Jax sit on me. You understand? I would, I would let Nia Jax smother me. Like, I would be like, listen, you don't know me. I watch your matches. Would you please sit on me? Would you please smother me? I would let Nia Jax suffocate me. I would let that woman. I would let that woman sit on me. It's Nia Jax. Why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Okay, now let's get to. Let's get to this woman here. This is what Judge Joe Brown likes. Now, y'all, y'all sing his praises. He's a man's man. He's a grand, he's your granddaddy in spirit. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Yo, Olivia. I thought she was a good looking woman to me. Hey, don't get mad at me. Get mad at Judge Joe Brown. That's what he likes. He likes him a strong faced woman. Anywho, let's go to, to the cousin pastor. He did, he did an interview with her. Shout out to the custom pastor, a.k.a. Thaddeus. What's his, what's his name? Thaddeus Matthews. Let's, uh, let's see what she has to say because she's suing the judge. She's suing the judge for stuff. Where are we at? Let me see where we at. Where we at? Me blocking your number. You know, motherfucker, I ain't oh, going to answer the motherfucking God, bro, phone. Audio. So you might as well go play with your motherfucking mammy. Cause I don't give a fuck. Uh oh. And the church all said, "Amen." Wait, wait, wait. Amen. Hold up, hold up. And okay. On the phone Here we is. Go. Can you hear me, uh, Evan? Yes, I can. Can you hear oh. me pretty good? Am pretty good. Clear? Man, can y'all please t listen? All do all respect, do. Can y'all please tell the cousin pastor, man, just buy the fucking roadcaster mixer, man. Come on. Man, just gone six hundred dollars, man. Just buy the Rodecaster mixer, man. Get your audio levels correct. Just get. Come on, man. Just oh, y'all. <sighs> Yo, just hey, come on, y'all. Just tap Pastor on the shoulder, be like, bro. Just go ahead and get the mixer, man. Yo, so your your audios can be crispy. Ugh. Ellen is the ex-girlfriend. Can y'all even hear this? A mayoral candidate. 
Joe Brown. Man, no no excuse. I don't know why Joe Brown he says, is like running for mayor of the city of Memphis. Oh, no, Lord. Joe Brown, Vince, to me, is Vince. suffering from Uh-oh. egotism. Uh-oh. I think that he misses being on on TV. TV. I, I agree. I agree. He thought he was as good as Judge uh, 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 Judy. Judy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, he wanted to raise. Goddamn, he was making twenty five million dollars a year. And uh, when you go back and look at the history uh, of Joe Brown. You will find that Joe Brown was given the job. Y'all hear that? You hear the echo, the, the reverb in the background, the echo, and where's where's DJ Kuda? Um, Sigma, tell DJ Kuda, man, he fighting a losing battle. He's fighting a losing battle when it comes to this audio. The majority of black content creators on 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 a certain sector don't want to do better they just don't they want to do the bare minimum and make the most amount of money for to do the bare minimum shit they the manosphere conclave i couldn't you couldn't hear the audio was trash they don't want to do they don't want to have the basic audio can y'all please reach out to the cussing pastor and be like bro just can you please just Man, listen, we'll, we'll help you buy a mixer. But this, you cannot run a show like this. The people deserve, they deserve you to see you do better or put in an effort, right? When I go to different channels and stuff and the audio is jacked up and you want me to sit here and donate to you, it, it's almost like you're disrespecting me or you don't think I deserve better. Right? Like, you don't think I deserve to hear a quality stream. You know, that's why I hate StreamYard. I hate StreamYard. StreamYard has lowered the bar for so many of these dudes. And women, too. I hate that StreamYard exists. I hate it. And every time they be on StreamYard and it glitches and borgs out, I'd be like, good. Good. Because without StreamYard, you wouldn't have shit else. You wouldn't have shit else. When, hey, when Google got rid of Hangouts. Yo, do you know how many people <laughs> had left and stopped doing content? Right? People were scrambling for alternatives. Oh, well, there ain't no Hangouts. What are we going to do? That's okay. You don't need to be here. For those of us that can work OBS, for those of us that can do Ecamm, for those of us that can do something else, restream outside of, you know, Google Hangouts, we'll be just fine. But I hate StreamYard. I hate that shit with a passion. You, a lot of you motherfuckers don't deserve to be on here. <laughs> Flat out. See, that's why, 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 why does he do, why? Just, man. Okay, come on, let's get to it. Of a TV judge. Doing the investigation of the right. Listen, I don't even care about the visuals at this point. I just want to hear good audio. That way I can turn my phone off and still hear you in the background. I don't even care about the visuals at this point. I just want to hear, I just want to have a good audio, good, clear, uh, clear 
crisp audio. That's it. Just do that. Just do that. Well, the shot was supposedly, allegedly, <laughs> shot that was fired to kill Dr. Martin Luther King. It has always been my suspicion that the job was given to him to stop him from investigating on the rifle that supposedly fired the fatal shot. White folk buy you white wherever they can, even at $25 million a year. Joe got married. Not a long distance. I think she was a Memphis woman uh, in California. I think they got divorced and he married again, got a divorce again, and in wait, California. Wait, wait, hold up. Wait, wait. You, you're 5'11? For real? Hmm. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. You get half of the assets. So when, when he lost the job, he didn't have as much money as he once had because the ex wife got some uh, other money, the asset and the houses and businesses. Then Joe started showing up on social media drunk and drunk with white women. <laughs> white women cannot drink the average nigga. So uh, he was getting drunk, acting a fool. As soon as about three weeks ago, Joe was escorted out of a local church where there was a debate going on. So, Ellen. Didn't nobody tell you that Joe Brown was crazy? Well, I, again, uh, I, as it relates to my dog, it would appear that way. But other than that, um, you know, who would who would have thought that, you know, I would be on here talking about my dog? Well, and, and, the, and the reason that we're talking tonight yeah. is because you have filed a lawsuit against Joe Brown. That is correct. For dog napping. He got your dog. And won't give you your dog back. How long how long Evelyn has the judge had your dog? Without my permission since January. Okay. Since January. She's a strong-faced woman. A lot of y'all, if you did notice that she was dating Judge Joe Brown, you would call this woman a man. If you didn't know this woman was dating Judge Joe Brown, and I showed you this woman's picture, y'all would say that's a man. Y'all be like, Sly, can't you tell that's a man? Sly, you bugging. Look, look, it's clearly a man. How many of you guys can honestly admit if you did know this was Judge Joe Brown's ex, you would outrightly call this woman a man. You would say she's a man. Matter of fact, I, I hate the way it's stretched out. So let me show her face again. Can y'all please, please just, just be honest for two minutes. And if you didn't know who this woman was, you would think she was a man. Can, can y'all just at least, at least admit that part? <laughs> I turn my volume is still loud. <laughs> I I'm just, nah, Nick, I'm just trying to make a point. That most guys, if they didn't know who this was, okay, exactly. Free zone, see? Hella manly. But this is what Judge Joe Brown liked. Right? He liked, he liked this. 
see? And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, nothing wrong with that. The majority of men would think this was a man. Given today's climate of how makeup, the new makeup artist contours women makeup to look like men. Yeah. Right? No, my trans star is on point. <laughs> Pigeon nose. The majority of men would say would think this was a man. Okay? But this is a full-fledged woman. This is what Judge Joe Brown liked. She did things he liked with her strong face. All right, let's get back to the uh, this horrific audio. Man, you know what? I want to I want to super chat past the one day be like bro please please step up the audio man please do something with the audio i don't care about these little shitty ass graphics you got but the audio is key man january we've been back and forth uh for about uh three or four months uh back and forth trying to you know settle the situation um but to no avail and so i just had to go ahead and take the liberty to handle it legal so were you living with Joe in Germantown? Temp uh, yes, temporarily I was, yes. Yeah. Because you are a uh, established business person yourself and you, you travel. It wasn't that you needed Joe Brown's money. You had your own and but y'all was coding and dating and stuff. So how did you end up moving in with Joe? We well, I started out working with him uh, for the mayor campaign in last year. Okay, and so as we worked in the campaign together, uh, you know, uh, we we became close. Uh, what, why does he? Why is why does he have call waiting? Is there? A, why, he's supposed to close the phone lines. Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. I was traveling back and forth from D.C., working back and forth. I have a business here as well as starting a business here. So after COVID, you know, we were still kind of, you know, under restrictions. And so uh, I stayed basically at a hotel or a Airbnb when I was here. And um, eventually I just started staying with him when I visit. And it just kind of went from there to my moving in. Okay. How long have you had the dog? I always had my dog. Uh, my, anytime I traveled. Anytime I would fly anywhere, my dog flew with me. My dog was always with me. That's my traveling companion. And the first sign of uh, pro problems with Joe and my dog was in January. I was getting ready to travel to D.C. and I was driving this particular time and asked, told him I would be coming uh, to get the dog. And that morning we had gone out for a campaign meeting that night, so I was tired. Uh, and I went on to my place and I would pick her up that morning and when I... Got ready to pick her up that morning. He told me he didn't want her to travel. So he, he, they've been reduced to fighting over a damn dog. Lord have mercy. A dog. Okay, but come on. And so it's that's when it began. So who bought, who, who, who purchased the dog? I purchased a dog in 2021 in Pennsylvania. I was living in D.C. at the time and was stuck there during COVID the entire time. And I uh, got lonely during that time. So I went to, I drove to Pennsylvania, which is only about four hours from D.C. And I purchased her um, uh, after about six, after six weeks old. And, and ladies and gentlemen, the dog is not a big, it's not a man's dog. Uh, not a Rockweiler, German, not, uh, 
No, no, it's, not. Not. it's a toy pool. I got the a picture of it. Very tiny toy pool. Yeah. A, a toy. It's not what you would see a, a man walk. You know, laying at my feet is a big, almost a hundred pound rock wild. Uh, I wouldn't have one of them little little bitty ankle biters. Lap dog. Yeah, lap dog. I, I got the picture. I haven't had the chance to get it in the computer, but I will show it. Uh, Actually, the picture that I sent you that is uh, the lower the lower puppy. That's Jazzy. The one that's in my arm. That's Zip. That is the dog we were going to breed. That's my best friend dog. Uh, and so we had agreed that we would breed uh, the two of them at the proper time for my grandson. Because my grandson, every time I visit, I would take Jazzy over to visit with him. And he wanted her. So I promised him I would breed Jazzy so that he could get one of her litters. Which is something I've never done, you know, breeding. But I wanted him to have her as a special gift from his grandmother. And the veteran told, I mean, uh, the vet said she would be ready for breeding this past March when she was two. So I think... I think he really sabotaged on purposely sabotaged my being able to get that done because he felt like she was too valuable to breed. So do you do you know if the dog is still alive? I have no idea. I don't know if he's had her fixed. What I've not laid eyes on her since January. Let it go. So have you talked have you talked to Joe about the dog? Have you called and said, Joe, I want my dog. I tried. I tried. I tried because I did not <laughs> want to air this out in public, and especially during the time when we got the mayor election going on and he's running for mayor. Here you go. Everyone, it don't make no difference. Joe ain't going to even come close. If Joe gets 3% of the vote, he's going to be damn lucky. He, he's not He's not campaigning. He's, he hasn't put no money into uh, the campaign. So you, you ain't got to worry about this ain't going to damage him as far as the campaign is concerned. Because, hell, he ain't going to even come close to winning. Well, you couldn't convince him of that. So, do, do you think that Joe is just being low down? I really have tried to figure out his, you know, what his aim. Um, I really do think he likes, he, he really did bond with the dog. Uh, he was trying to train her while we were together or something. I noticed that he became a little uh, possessive of the dog and wanted to take over how I had started training her. So uh, I kind of started backing away from him as, as where he was concerned with Jazzy because he was getting controlled. He was wanting to take control over some of the uh, methods that I had already trained her, you know. So, but at the same time, he was good with her. And uh, while I'm out in the field all day, uh, rather than have her confined, uh, I would take her over there and she would spend time with him. So, I mean, and it was fine. We had no problems ever before me getting her and, you know, going back and forth. And uh, so I really don't know why all of a sudden he decided he did not want me to have my dog back. And he's claiming that he has adopted my dog. Well, I haven't consented or signed or done anything. So uh, I guess that's part of his scheme to, to try to keep me from getting her. Well, when you first could not get your dog, did you call the police? I have had the police to uh, go over there, uh, and um, his housekeeper was there at the time. Uh, I went over with friends, and we met the officers there, uh, and we were told that he was out of town, and the officers... Uh, did not even try to uh, pursue it further. So we left, and they just said, try to go back again if you wish. But after that, that is when I decided I had better go ahead and, and, and file the lawsuit. So has Joe asked you to come back to him and be his girlfriend? 
Yeah. I, we had, like I said, in the beginning, we text each other. Uh, we never, we actually never talked about going separate ways. It just kind of happened. Uh, after the issue came up with my dog and, um, you know, that I just realized that we were better off. Uh, I was just going to remain on the campaign team and support that way. But after the situation happened with my dog, I, I just wanted to go on my separate way and have no more involvement. And that's all I'm aiming to do right now is just get my dog back and move on. So do you have papers on the dog? Most certainly. Okay. So this what is going to be your proof when you go into yeah, the, and I believe it's, is it circuit court? It is civil general session court. This, as a matter of fact, it's this Thursday <laughs> at 10 a.m. Um, I'm not sure what division yet. I haven't checked. Uh, but, if, I mean, if he's claiming that it's his dog, he has to show proof. I have proof. I have proof of purchase. I have her six-month rabies. I have all her health records, um, pictures. Uh, everyone I've been around know of my dog, know of uh, oh, my relationship shit, with the dog. Uh, again, I don't even think he's trying to dispute the fact that he didn't buy the dog, that he did He's trying to say that he adopted the dog, that I said he could adopt the dog. That is his only, that's the only thing I've ever heard him say. Well, how do you adopt a dog? <laughs> only just Joe Brown knows. <laughs> Crazy Joe. And, and, and all so, he keeps saying this, is, I have adopted the dog. She's mine now. She's family. So I don't know how he go about getting his family, but you don't take other people's family. He probably even feeding the dog. I'm sorry. What was that? I said more than luckily he's not uh, uh, okay. feeding the dog. All right, I'm over it. I got to. I got to see this woman. I got to look her up. I got to look this woman up. Let's see, Joe Brown, Evelyn, Rostin, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Let's see images. Let's see images of them. Nope. Let's see if we can do this. Judge. How come I can't find pictures of her? Okay, let's do this. Judge Joe Brown, girlfriend. There we go. Let's see what pops up. Is that her? Uh, clearly that's not her. Who are these women? That's not her. Papa, who is that woman? Who is that? Who, who is that woman? This has to be hella. Oh, this has to be the ex-wife. Yeah, that's definitely the ex-wife. She look good. But let's find oh girl. Let's find Evelyn. No, can't find. Yo, stop playing. Tell me this nigga don't look like Edward. <laughs> Like Edward Anderson. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. He looked like he looked like Edward Anderson right here. <laughs> this nigga looked like it. This nigga looked like it. He looked like Edward Anderson. Say he don't look like Edward Anderson. Say, say, say he don't look like. Say he don't look like Edward Anderson. See over's in the house. All right, I'm trying to find this woman, like a full picture of her. 
Because now I'm hella intrigued. I want to see this woman. Like a full body shot. So, I don't care about a divorce. I don't care about all that. I just want to find a girlfriend. That's not her. Nope. Nope, that's not her. Let's do this. Nope. Still doesn't pop up. Well, I mean, shit. Is that her name? Ever? Is that the correct name? I tried, y'all. See, I go to I go to his IG. What is her name? Yeah, this is her. He doesn't. Does she have IG? Doesn't tag her. Evelyn Royston. Oh, okay. Now I okay. Evelyn Royston. I still can't find this man. Still can't find. Okay, let's do this. Scissor? Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not, oh, there she is. Oh, this is her. Ah, damn it, I'm not on Facebook. Yeah, I have had a Facebook account in, in damn it 10 years. Damn it. That's her. All right, let's see what we can find elsewhere. Let's see what we can find. Oh, is this her? Nope, that's not her. Shit. Is that her? Is her that that that's that chin that's her that's her yeah that's her that's a strong chin boy I mean you know hey it is what it is I mean many me got a got a chin her mama got a chin I, shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna I have no issues with a cleft chin clearly I don't um Yes, this is all we can find, y'all, is just this. She's got some strong features. I'll give her that. Is this her? No. Yes, and she got she got some strong features, buddy. That is her, huh? Yes, that chin. 
Alrighty then. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, I'm over this. The audio is killing me. They she they they're arguing about a goddamn dog. Okay. Okay. Joe gotta remove, but you might find a dog if we knew its name. Hey. I see the chin when she was young. Hey, she got the chin. I ain't mad. I'm like I said, I would never, you know. Let me go through these comments on this part of the chat. Yeah, Evelyn Royston, construction consultant. Yeah, that, that that's her. Boop. Okay. All right. Now let's do this. Let's shift like we always do. Shift again. Let's do a shift. Let me delete this. Let me delete that. Let's go visit, revisit uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. Now, I, I remember the stories that basically they didn't like Jaleel because Jaleel became the center of the show. I didn't know that his daddy had to come on set. Now that part I did not know. I didn't know Jaleel's daddy had to come on set because they were they were uh, harassing him so bad. So let's hear it from the old head's point of view. Not a Clark Clark Gable chin. I'm gone. Shame on y'all. I love you, Jaleel. You're wonderful. Sorry you're not here. We miss you. Oh, I mean, you know, I talked to him, so he knows I love his crazy life. I would say, you know what, babe, I still love you. You know, we, we as we grow, we learn, we, we change, you know what I'm saying? And and we get it, we get a little a little more accepting of life and everything and all. And I would like to say if you were here and I could hug you, I would. Because I don't hold anything and I don't want you to hold anything either. I still love you, I still see you as that little boy that you were. When you're twelve years old and came for this show. I'm still the same child. Okay, now once again there are three sides to every story. There are three sides to every story. Yes, he got to Hollywood. That was part of it. Yes, that day they, he had to be restrained from going after Joe Marie Payne. That is true. And yes, the old girl did the little porn thing. Jamie Foxx, worthy mother, was the issue. Okay, okay, okay. So where did I find this old interview? So now this is what he said. This is what he said at a, that basically took place. These are his words. I remember when I did Murder Lurkle for the first time. Well, hello there. <laughs> and I just remember, again, I get a lot of my enthusiasm from other people's satisfaction. Everybody on set that week was just amazed. I did run into an issue. Joe Marie and Reggie at that time were very sensitive to putting black men in dresses. And they, they heaped that on me. And they, they, they let me know that I was not doing our race a, a service by putting on that yellow dress. But everybody has a default. Do you crumble? Do you wilt under pressure? 
Do you rise? Do you surprise yourself? My default tends to be to take it up a notch. I mean, that evening, I felt like a girl. I felt like a girl playing Myrtle Lurk. But I cried like a baby at the end of that taping. I just broke. And I just cried, cried, cried. And this is what's awesome, where you have a great father. You have a good family. And my dad just rose up like a lion and was like, I've watched my son deal with this all week to pull out this performance. And he will never play this character again. Mm. You got it once, it's done. But he shouldn't have to carry the burden of some adults making a child feel bad for playing a girl just in fun. Okay, interesting. So let's go a little deeper, shall we? Is it Joe Marie? Or is it Joe Marie? Joe Marie. Peyton with an E? Okay. He was so mad, he started kicking and screaming and stuff. I walked off, and then I heard him say something, and I said to Darius, what did he say? He said, she must want a melee. I said, what's a melee? A fight. I turned around, I said, you want to fight? I went, Darius grabbed me. I was going to go in there and whip his behind. I was going to whip his behind. Uh, okay, so, uh, okay, okay. In which she says, uh, became so angry when she shot down one of his ideas for an episode that he wanted her to fight her. Reps for everyone did not respond to the post request for comment on Peyton Shaka's claim. Peyton left the hit uh, at the middle of the season. I remember that. I remember she left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, let me see what else. Anaba. As the years go on, more and more information continues to come out regarding what went on behind the scenes of the successful ABC slash CBS sitcom, Family Matters. Joe Marie Payton, who portrayed Harriet Winslow for nearly nine seasons of the sitcom, recently sat down with Rachel Smith of Entertainment Tonight, where she reflected on her time with the show. By now, it's public knowledge that Jaleel White, who portrayed the series breakout star Steve Urkel, didn't have the warmest welcome when his character was first introduced. Over time, the cast would embrace White with open arms. However, despite the cast finally getting along, that doesn't mean that there still wasn't turmoil at work on the rare occasion. During their conversation, Peyton revealed White's attitude at work may have gotten the best of him from time to time, as he lacked the onset etiquette that some of his co-stars had at the time. There was one time he actually wanted to physically fight me. There was a scene where I said, we can't do that. Standards and practices will not let that pass. It's not going to happen. He wanted to do it anyway. He was so mad, he started kicking and screaming and stuff. According to Peyton, the disagreement came during production on the 10th episode of season 9 titled Original Gangsta Dog, where Urkel's cousin, OGD, visited Winslow home to ask for money. In the episode, White portrayed his gangsta cousin, OGD. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Peyton said she walked off after White's actions, but as she was doing so, White made a remark. He said something about she must want a melee. I said, what's a melee? He said, a fight. I turned around. If you want to fight, I would. Darius McCrary grabbed me. I was going to whip his behind. Looking back on the incident, Peyton realized that White was just a kid and wouldn't give him all the credit for his behavior at the time. I give some of those adults credit too, letting him run wild and do whatever he wanted to do, thinking he can say what he wants to say, you know, and hurt people's feelings and all that. I'm a Leo. I'm a fighter. Peyton joked. If you remember back in 2021, White participated in an interview with TV One's Uncensored, where he first revealed he wasn't welcome to the cast at all. Wow. My ride with Family Matters was a rocky start in the beginning. They kind of had to accept that I was there. That was a process. What White was referring to was the introduction of his character, Steve Urkel, who made the transition from a one-time appearance on the show to the main cast, which completely shifted the dynamic of the series to make Steve Urkel... Okay, so here's what I remember. I remember it was supposed to be Joe Marie's show, because Joe Marie was a spinoff character from, um, what's the show, y'all? Balky. Balky and, 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 and uh, it was an ABC show. Y'all remember that show? 
his the dude had a cousin and some European his name was Balky Batomicus or some shit and they were roommates and Joe Marie was like a guest on that show and Family Matters was her spinoff show it was for her Perfect Strangers yes yeah Joe Marie was like a you know a reoccurring character it was her spinoff Family Matters was her spinoff show it was not about Urkel until Urkel did a, a, a guest uh, a surprise and the execs were like him so that's what happened she was that's right she was the elevator operator that's right yeah it was her spinoff show that was all for her <laughs> and then here comes this kid that just you know takes all your thunder yeah that was that was her show yeah motherfucking perfect strangers balky botomicus or some shit that was his name balky that's all i remember balky Okay, all right. That was cool. Now, do we care about Quavo going to meet Kamala? Do we care about hip hop? Just, I got time. I got time. Hip hop is so useless politically as a musical genre. But Quavo, oh shit, come on. Right back, right back. Quavo m- meets with Kamala Harris and other political figures on gun violence after takeoff's death. Does anybody care? Does anybody care? Through his pain, Quavo found his purpose as a vocal advocate against gun violence. He met privately with some powerful po- political figures, including Vice President Kamala Harris, and then was expected to speak on a panel discussion about combating the issue during the Congressional Black Caucus. <laughs> Well, there's a play, Congressional Black Caucus Legislative Conference in Washington on Wednesday. Says, I feel like your calling comes at the least expected times. Blah, blah, blah. You don't think nothing is going to happen. I need to step up to the plate and hit a home run. I have to do something about it so it won't happen to the masses. A little bit late on that, especially in our culture. I don't want this to happen to the next person. I want to knock down these percentages. He's on a panel with Senator Raphael Warnick, uh, Representative uh, or sorry, Republican uh, Lucy McBath, whose activism was propelled after the shooting death of her teenage son, and Greg Jackson of the Community Justice Action Fund. Okay, we don't care. I don't care about this. I don't care about this. This is a waste of time. All right, it's a waste of time. CB, no, no, they sure don't. They sure don't. Doesn't he promote? See, there you go thinking again. There you go showing everybody how smart you are. Don't be doing that now. Let's do, let's go over to, uh, oh, you know what? Since we're talking movie stuff, strike is still going on. They're not going to, nobody's going to, no one's blinking. And here we go. You got these two goofballs. You got these two goofballs here. Shout out to the strike. Listen, I I hope they drag this strike out till next year. Me personally, I hope they drag this out to next year. What is it? We're in October. So we said by January, December, January. I'm thinking it's looking more like January-ish. But look at these, these goofballs here. 
Where is it? Is this audio? Does it give me the audio? Son of a bitch. Hold up. Uh, let's, let's take it to Twitter. Let me take it to Twitter. I'm going to pull up the audio from Twitter. As much as I use Twitter, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to pay the money, y'all. I use Twitter too much. I use Twitter way too much. I use Twitter way too much. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna break down and pay the monies. I don't care about that. Okay, here we go, here we go. We're standing with all the unions that are striking right now. And we have a story that we must share of our own with the community. Countess Vaughn and I did a show called The Parkers. The Parkers has now been on air for 24 years, and they're trying to convince us through our ownership of the show, that we made absolutely no money. <laughs> and it's baffling being that when you have a conversation with the executive producers and they allude to the fact that the show in its entirety, five years, was made for under $70 million. Give us our money. You would be mad if you worked all weekend when it's time to get your check. They go, oh, you know, the last other checks that should cover it. You know, we paid you already. No, but did you give me for my services now, today, all the days that you have, have played our, uh, our episodes, pay that. It's not fair. We're uh, coming to y'all today. Okay, okay. Listen, this, this is the wrong time to be complaining about what's owed to you. There's a strike going on. So over the last 25 years... What have they been doing to, uh, you know, handle the situation? Like, it's been 25 years. Like, let me see what you're talking about. Let me see this whole thing. To let you know we're standing with all blah, the blah, unions blah, let's get to this, get through our ownership of the show that we made absolutely no money. And it's baffling being that when you have a conversation with the executive producers and they allude to the fact that the show in its entirety, five years, was made for under $70 million. It went out of production in 2004, but by 2009, we see profit participation statements that show the program made over $700 million, Ouch. but yet was in a close to a billion, if not a billion dollar deficit. So what we're asking you, CBS, is can you please treat these two black women fairly? Oh, see, you lost me. Oh, see, you lost me with that. You lost me with that. No, you lost me with that one, but let's continue. Chappelle, who ironically had a deal with CBS, said he signed the deal out of desperation and it was a bad deal. They were able to go back and do the right thing and they made that deal fair and they paid Dave Chappelle what he rightfully deserved. You're not Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle took them, threatened to sue or he had lawyers. You know what? That's whatever. Let's go. What we're asking you, CBS, don't pay us any more. But don't pay us any less. And the reason why we're having this conversation out loud for the community to hear is this. We see the numbers and they still don't want to pay. What will happen to you when you don't even know the numbers exist? So we're asking you. And when we say community, we mean community as in the ones that's fighting for equality. Will you stand with us? CBS, will you treat us fairly? We love y'all for real. It's Hollywood. 
you get what you negotiate um, whatever's in your contract yo that's what you got attorneys for why are we having this conversation this is silly this is what attorneys are for oh my gosh uh, okay yo they just canceled they just canceled uh oh, what was it what was it, the HBO series winning time after two seasons and that was a great series I was just getting into it I just finished season two uh last week that is a phenomenal show that show was so well written I hate <laughs> I hate to say this but they that dude played uh what's his name Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he played him so I I don't like I always knew I didn't like him but watching this series I don't like him even more played that shit to a T the dude that plays uh magic perfect the kid that plays bird perfect uh Michael Chiklis is red hour back perfect Adrian Brony as uh, Pat Riley perfect the one dude that plays Jerry Sloan perfect perfect casting that show was on point that show was on point they canceled it I was like what uh I, yo he's got the shittiest disposition I see why the players didn't like that show now I highly doubt they're the reason why it got canceled but I, I it was just it was growing on me like I was really getting into it like I, I literally just finished season two last week um, phenomenally written show. John C. Riley as Dr. Bus, phenomenally written from top to bottom. There's no, there's nothing wrong wrong I can say with that show. Like it's perfect, you know. But the guy that plays Kareem, oh, if he was really like that, I I could see why he rubbed people the wrong way. And they no, you know, I'm saying I see why, I see why now, you know. Yep, crazy, crazy great show. I I hate they canceled it, man. I hope it gets picked up somewhere else because HBO is licensing uh, its content to other streaming platforms to make money to help offset that huge $50 billion debt. So hopefully it gets picked up somewhere else and they finish that storyline, man, because it basically ends with Boston... No, not they didn't know at the how's it end? Yeah, it, it ends with Boston's season when they win the championship, right? Yeah, it's 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 phenomenal show. Phenomenal show. Magic uns and you know what I can't with you. I mean there's so many storylines they still have to explore. Exactly. Um Magic having HIV. Uh all you know, it that could have been an ongoing thing. It, it didn't have to be just about the Showtime Lakers, but just the Lakers over time. That could have been an ongoing, uh, an ongoing series. And I hate they, they canceled it. I think that's a huge missed opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see them explore Shaq, Kobe, if it went that far. You know what I'm saying? Like the Laker, this the Lakers stories, all the behind the scenes shit. You know, that's a, that's a great series, man. That's a great series. That's a great series. Oh, yo, it's a phenomenal show, man. Um, <laughs> there's, yeah, from top to bottom. It oh, could have ran forever. 
just just off the Lakers alone and all the backdoor politics. Um, I didn't know Magic was going through so much friction between him and Paul Westhead. That was a great um, under uh, subplot line, right? Because when Magic got the 25 mil, right? Because, you know, that's when Bus was like, this is my guy. You know, he's like my, my, he's like my son. I'm going to give him the biggest contract LA ever seen. And then that caused friction between him and, 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 and Norm Nixon and, and Kareem and all the other guys and all these other little subplots and all these little friction points that Magic was dealing with. And plus, Magic is still young, so he's trying to figure this shit out. And then there was one line when Kareem told Magic, he said, you think that $25 million is going is, is, is life-changing now? He said, in, he said in five years, you know, it'll be average, and then in, and in 10 years, you'll be underpaid. I was like, ooh, boom. That was, that was a hard line. That was a hard line when Kareem told him what, what time it was. <laughs> but Kareem wanted to be the fucking Black Panther and shit. Like, nigga, no. Get out there and drib- dribble the ball. And, like, and then re- remember before he broke the record, his agent's like, you know, they're talking about trading Kareem. They're like, you know, no one's, no one's really trying to pick you up because, you know, you, you need to be a little bit more affable to the fans. Oh, you want me to shuck and jive? You want me to shuck and He's like one of those niggas. You want me to shuck and jive for the, for, the, for the fans? No, I can't do that. And so when, when his house burned down, when Kareem's house burned down, for whatever reason, and then his, his record collection all got burned up, and then he went to the game the next day, and then the fans started giving, bringing them their jazz albums for him to rebuild his collection. Then all of a sudden, you know, he has a, a change of heart when it comes to being a little bit more, you know, receptive to the fans. So, yeah, fuck that, dude. Fuck Kareem, man. Kareem's an ass, you know? Yeah, yo. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they fired Paul West, Westhead midseason. I remember that as, you know, younger. I remember that. That uh, But Magic, want, you know, he had an idea. They, it's like, hey, Bus brought me in to be Showtime to razzle dazzle and paul had this very very just strict structure way of running the running the plays and shit and then it was just who who's it who's going the team going to follow the coach or the or the or the bus buses chosen chosen you know the golden child so that whole friction and then pat riley stuck in the middle beautifully written show beautifully written yeah he's still a hating ass <laughs> still is Hey, yes, 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 yes. No one was a hater the whole. I didn't know he was married to Debbie Allen. I didn't know. I didn't know Norm Nixon was married to Debbie Allen. Jeez, man. Then he got traded to Clippers, right? I didn't know. So much I didn't know. So much I didn't know. Listen, ever since Magic became the face of AIDS, this man has basically become, they opened the floodgates as far as access to, to wealth and resources. So all it took was to him to have a flamed out son and say that you, you have HIV. And he, and they opened the doors to him. They opened the doors to him. You know? They opened the doors for him. That's crazy. They've been married for... Really? I didn't know. For real? Y'all. I didn't know. I didn't know. Hey, yo, yeah, hey. 
the kid that played Larry Bird looked dead on his motherfucker. <laughs> like he, I, he had this shooting stroke down and everything. Oh, beautifully written show, beautifully written show. Holy cow! Okay. Okay, he was married the same time around Rashad and Felicia. Oh, that's right. Okay, Magic Sense. Yo, super duper. Super duper. Super duper. I didn't know. That's what's up, though. All right, shout out to Norman and, and Debbie. That's what's up. All right. Do I think pick Peacock? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to put it on a chopping block to, to, to license out to others. Don't know. Don't know who, who's going to pick it up. I, I hope they allow whoever to pick it up to, you know, to, to bring it back again or sell the rights or whoever buys the rights to that show and, and bring it back. So, yeah, man, they, they, that, that show was canceled way too early. Way too early. EJ too big to be. Sis. Magic came out with his so-called stats. Arsenio went to church and felt the altar because his stats was negative. <laughs> hey. Okay. Let me get rid of these. And let me get rid of that. What is this? What clip is this? Yo, now this here, this is a shitty ass dad right here. Has anyone seen this clip? Now, I'm not saying the clip's not real. I'm, I'm saying the dad in question is not genuine. Why would the, the father bring cameras to expose his daughter? See, I didn't know that either. Was there anybody Richard Pryor wasn't screwing? Cheesy peace. I wait for Sunday nights when they when they they have a short series on Will Chamberlain called Goliath. Okay. It was a Walter Hawkins Church. Okay. Okay. Okay, so this dad here, now this dad, his daughter is a worker and he decides to visit his daughter while she's working with these cameras. Now, I don't, I don't doubt that she's a legit worker. I do doubt the dad's intentions. Why would you bring cameras to record an event like this and have a conversation that should be held behind closed doors? Okay, let's continue. Let's go. Why are you why are you doing this? What the f do you mean? This why? is my job. What you mean? This this your job? Yes, this is my job. It's you don't have this to do. Um, you come two kids later to come tell me what I need to be doing. I'm That's here. Crazy. I'm here. I'm no, here you now. You don't have to be here. You have been here all this time, and for you to come try to come in my life and tell me what I should be doing, it's just crazy. Yeah. I do have this. Whatever, I have. I, I have mouths to feed. I have my own mouth to feed. I have. A, I have I'm to provide father. a roof over my head. We have nowhere to stay. I'm, I'm your busting, father. I'm, I can get I'm you off these streets. What would it you take for me to get you off these streets? Stand my business. That's what you can do. Why, why, why are you doing this? Why what are you doing? What the are you doing with these cameras in my face? What the is all of this? To get you off these streets. No sir. No sir. Talk to me. Talk. What can I do? I love you. Me and your mother. We ain't raised you to be this way. Hey, why that nigga sound like truth? Hey, I love you. Get out these streets. <laughs> Dad SPE. That <laughs> nigga sound like truth teller. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear all of that. My mother loves me. My dad Come loves me. On. Stop. No. What can no. I do? Please. Like, I, I will do whatever it takes. I'll pay you. 
Get you off these streets. Let's talk about it. Go find somebody else to come with you. How about that? I'm your father. You're gonna listen to me. You ain't been my father. Don't come with all that title shit now. That's I don't want I don't want You're not sense. doing this. I'm it not letting you sense. do this no more. Yeah, this was this was all bad. Yeah, the streets is her daddy now. This is all bad. This is all bad. I don't even know what the intent of, of that was. I don't know what he was expecting to happen. But that that's all bad. That's all bad. How do you not know what your daughter doesn't have a, a roof over her head? I, okay. Oh, so breaking news, if anyone cares, somebody joined the 27 Club earlier today. What's this nigga's name? Some little Afro Beach nigga, Mo Bad. Mo Bad has joined the 27 Club, y'all. Mo Bad has, has joined the 27, the 27 Club. Now, once again, you know, it's it's not just limited to the states, but now they they want to exhume his body. This is crazy, right? So now they're all justice for Mobad. <laughs> Okay, so everybody's upset he's dead. I, I personally really don't, not to say I don't give a shit, but uh, what was his real name? What's the boy's real name? Okay, let's, let's go online and see. What is this? What is this? Ah, damn. What is this nonsense? Nope. Oh, no, 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 no. What is this? Oh, no, no. Okay, don't trust those sites. Y'all be careful out here. Okay. Mo bad. Cause of death. Yeah, they're, they, they want to exhume his body. So this was him. So one week elapsed since the shocking departure and burial of the renowned musical sensation Mo Bad. And during this time, a series of significant developments and events have transpired. Uh, 27 died on September 12th and was laid to rest in Lago. 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 Lagos State. We'll just say Lagos. Now let's see, let's see. Here we go. So by the hour, more evidence keeps surfacing online suggesting that the singer was not only a victim of intimidation, bullying, and assault, but might have sunk deep into depression just before his death. Okay, over the weekend, the likes of all these people... Uh, organizers show the late singer last performed at have all dabbled into the matter demanding justice for the singer who died in his prime. 
Even singers like YB and YBLN, Acclaimed Princess, Tammy Owasa, Harry Song have been bashed by fans and followers of the deceased singer for attempting to chase clout with the death of Mobad. Uh, however, recent developments include the Nigerian police setting up a 13-man investigation panel and autopsy conducted on Tuesday, a coroner's inquest, and a series of peaceful protests nationwide. Okay, shared a copy of formal request addressed to the chief coroner of Lagos State, urging an, exped an expedient, expeditious autopsy to ascertain the exact cause of Mobad's death. The appeal dated September 18th was written by her father's chambers, Femi Falana. The law firm urged the chief coroner of Lagos State to delve into the tragic circumstances surrounding Mobad's death. It underscored the baffling nature of the young artist's death, emphasizing that he exhibited no signs of illness in the days leading up to his passing. Noted that Mobad displayed no indications of ailments before leaving his home, making his death all the more perplexing, given it, that it occurred more mere hours after his energetic performance. Okay. Okay. So the addressed allegations of intimidation, potential complicity in Mobad's death, the Lagos State Police Command has taken decisive action by instituting a specialized investigative team. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, the panel will also identify witnesses, culprits, if any, and any persons that will be helpful to the investiga investigative process and deploy processes and other technological tools to aid the investigative course in line with the relevant provisions of Nigeria. Okay. Does anybody care? Does anybody care? Does anybody care? Okay. Now they were talking about his mother. So Mobad's mother, Ms. Aloba, has broken her silence on her son's death, at asserting that it was not a natural demise. In a poignant video, she expressed deep sorrow and dispelled notions that her son died of natural causes. She alleged that Mobad lived in fear ever since his association with the owner of Marleyan Records, Naira Marley. Hmm. She emphasized that he was killed and called for justice, declaring that those responsible would face dire consequences. She said, I'm aware my son has been living in fear and having sleepless nights ever since he met Naira Marley. He didn't die a natural death. He was killed. Whoever killed my son, that person's home will become trouble. Oof. They will face war and curses. The glory of the child in their home will diminish because of those who killed him and their sons. He was beaten every day and I was receiving calls even from people I didn't know. I didn't rest until he was killed, she said. Wow. DJ Splash case came to the fore following Mobad's death, who is an also, also an ex-Marlian record signee. Splash's mother in a recently surfaced video accused Naira Marley of ruining her son's life and abandoning him. What? Okay, let's look up DJ Splash real quick. Hold up. We're going rabbit hole time. DJ Splash. DJ Splash. That's the thing. I don't know. 
Okay, let's see what he says. In his words, let's see what he's talking about. So it's not in English? Nah, everybody knows DJ Splash. So I am someone that I have planned for myself. That from young, I've been trying to be my life, to be where I am, like to go out, to feed them. Like, so just keep on doing what I'm doing, just to make people, just to give out okay, what is good, you know? So, I'm a DJ, I do music, that's all, that's all I'm into. So, unfortunately, in my, in my, in my processing, in my growing, in works in my work I'm doing. So I meet up with Naramali in somewhere in I meet up Naramali. So we have an conversation together. He said he liked me that I knew he loves to work with me. Yeah. He he, he seems said that give me his phone. He give me his phone that I should put my number there. He messaged me on WhatsApp immediately. Before I live there. So he tell me he is going back to London where he come from, but he is coming back to Nigeria very soon. That we are going to link up. Okay, I say okay. So I go, I go back home, and me and him we used to have a conversation together. And he tell me he is coming back to Nigeria soon. That he want me like, he want me to, want you guys to like, like work together. together. Okay, I say no problem. I tell my mommy, I tell my family. So as I tell my family, first of all. First of all, that's a foreign link, and you know, anytime you you click foreign links, you run a chance of running. Don't don't do don't do me like that. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I y'all know I got too much incoming to be looking for this shit. Don't don't play me like that. I make I make a call with him on phone to remind mommy too. So he's telling my mommy no problem that him is not someone like like if she like she should. She should not worry about me. Like she is capable of what. Like she is capable of me. That I should come to him. That she's going to take good care of me. That I'm actually working in process. That something's going to come out for me too. Yeah. So that's that's what makes me say, "Mommy, I'm going. I want to go and also, you know. This now even now, my mommy is not work. There's no working around. The day there's no working around. Like." Nothing, nothing. So that's the reason, main reason of me, like working hard for myself too. You know, like, like, like for now, there's nothing now. We are not, we are not good. Yeah, before, but now you don't even have anything. Do you know why she's not working now? Because she's taking you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to work with people, but I. In between me and him, you and who? Me and Naramali. So I have been in this house for like four years. I have been hustling, but the work I'm doing. Uh, like the work is not going the way yeah, it's supposed to go for me. Yeah, in this school fees. Well, I'm also saying that time that I have that kind of uncle, like you know. What? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So I start telling this is this work I want to be doing now. And unfortunately, all of them they started planning things together. Like maybe they're trying to go into like religion side. Maybe them are Muslim. They're trying to like I know this. They 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 started planning things together. All of them, uh, you know. Who started? 
Now, now and them, but and his boys, like and every all, all of them that we that day in the house together. This other plan since together. Like this okay, work. Let's like they trying to say, should we put something in this room? Should we let him mad? You let him mad. Who so, said that? You know? Like they, that's what they planning in between both of them. If in between, between them, them, yeah. They are guns. Yeah, and they are guns. That's what they planning. Should we make him mad? Should call his so mom? How did you find out about that? Like in that discussion, I, I was, I, they don't know, I, I hear what they say. Okay. So, and him, even Mubatu, they don't really like him like that. Why? I don't, but because it's like him is doing some stuff. Like him likes you to, okay. in fact, he wants okay, to infect you. We got to speed this up, bro. I, I feel you. They call my mommy, my mommy come, they're trying to say I'm not okay. Like, I'm, which they, they, they well, what they do, they do, they truly put, they try their best uh, to make me go mad. They do. They do. They do. Okay. They do. They do. Yeah. Okay. They do. So. Because you started feeling funny. Yeah. Because I'm feeling different. Because me, if I'm not someone that used to study my my body, if I, if nothing, if nothing don't happen to me, yeah. I say me, don't blame me. If I don't used to sick, if I eat something and. The way I feel in my body, I say he's okay. trying to okay. this. He's continue. from he's from childhood. I I've been trying to yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying. You understand your body system. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you knew something your food was laced or your drink. I see I see that in my food. And oh, okay, come on. And I, okay, what else? What else? Yeah, yeah. we we go go be machine like mommy we are gonna all invite to be on. Okay, Alright, let's get to this Marley. You need this work. September 19, 2023. We be anuwamiri. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, I'm trying to work. Okay, I don't know what these people are behaving on me. They have been doing bad things on me. I went mad into it because of this issue. Now they are trying to kill me. Everybody in the world, please help me if I die. Amalia, I'm even Amalia, kill me. Might just have picked a family a little bit more financially stable. Born on the 8th of June 1996 in the Ikorodu area of Lagos State, Mobad was the perfect example of a trenches kid, a title he wore like a badge of honor to the streets. All about his life was about to change for the better or maybe for the worse. Getting signed into one of Nigeria's biggest record label must have been a dream come true for Mobad. His looks, lyrics, style of delivery came with that relatable street trenches identity. He and his music had a connection you to the- what? I'm not trying to be petty, but Every... everything comes from us. But this... I got the perfect segue for y'all after this. But come on, man, we are the style originators, but come on. Ordinary person on the streets. It stood him out and people loved him for it. In 2020, only one year after he was signed in, he collaborated with award-winning producer Rexy to release Kokoke and gosh, that was a street anthem. Oh. 
The success of the song gave him more wings, more confidence to keep soaring. And by the end of that same year, he released his first studio album titled Light EP. This eight-track album was an instant hit with over 25 million streams on Audio Mac alone in its first month and three headed nominations. This young star was surely heading to stardom. But he did not rest on his oars. He kept on dishing out great street relatable music, touching on issues that pertain to the average man in Nigeria. And when he came off with Feel Good, uh, oh my gosh, had, could have done with some more tutoring, some more guidance, some more benefiting from the brand and platform of Naira Mali. They believed that there was so much more that he could have gotten from his boss, who had a lot more experience and connection in the industry. They wondered why this young lad was in such a rush to leave. And on this question, there have been many speculations. The first suspicion okay, was that okay, of a ripoff, okay. and that is not new to a lot of us. Some people suspected that Mobad was being so thoroughly ripped off by Malian Records. Come on, we have heard of circumstances where these record label bosses take up to 90% of the earnings of these artists, leaving them with crumbs and peanuts to survive on. That was the first suspicion. The more popular suspicion, one that made it round the streets of social media, was that Naira Mali was allegedly trying to use Mobad to peddle drugs. People had accused Naira Mali of being a drug peddler. Oh. Oh, a drug lord, okay. and that he disguises as a record label boss to use this Chinese to push his illegal and illicit drugs. Okay, okay. That is number two. The third and the most popular on the streets is that Naira Mali was allegedly trying to force Mobad into cult related activities trying to force him to be initiated in his cult group yep. and that Mobad had refused to do that and that caused a strain in their relationship forcing Mobad to quit. Now these are the three words on the streets. Allegedly. Well, that single decision uh -huh, by uh -huh. Mobad to quit Malian Records may have brought about the very many woes that followed. Naira Mali oh. is said to be an inexorable, grim individual, a very shrewd businessman. People need to start appreciating the effort I put into not being a serial killer. There are reports that he felt insulted and slighted by Mobad's decision to exit his record label. He may have thought, oh, after I gave you a brand, gave you popularity, gave you a platform, you think that you can just quit on me? Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> now, there is a very close ally of Naira Mali called Samson Balugu, aka Sam Larry. You see, in every street, every city, every zanga, there are amazing even till they're bleaching because it just got that unnatural look skin what the fuck the bleaching y'all got the chill on the bleach movers and shakers of that hood and when i say movers and shakers in this context i'm not referring to people that control the economy and prices of goods and services no i am talking about savage individuals who are used to execute dirty underground deals and there is word on the streets okay. that sam larry is your go-to guy in those affairs. Let me buttress for that. Okay. During the last governorship election, it is no news that a particular sect of individuals were threatening some tribes not to come out and vote or risk being beaten, injured, or even killed. What? Now, there was a knife-wielding street urchin that was going around, pulling boots to pulling boots, what? using machetes to threaten okay. and beat up people who came to vote their oh, preferred candidates. Oh. I'm talking about this guy. And guys, that guy, this is him with Sam Larry. So Sam Larry is popular. He is connected. I mean, look at this video of him with the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Mm. Mm. It goes deep. It goes deep. <laughs> he commands the streets and he is Naira Mali's best friend and ally. He definitely is not the best guy to have on the opposite mm. team. Not long after Mobad left Naira Mali's... He's bleaching. 
But anywho. Record label. Salary unleashed a plague of impish terror on him. He planted informants everywhere and tracked Mobad to any destination. He always had his urchins around him and dared do not hesitate a second to give Mobad a generous dose of beating. It almost seemed like he was acting out a script. An instruction that since Mobad has chosen to leave the record label, then he will not be able to do music for the rest of his life. Because he was tracked down everywhere. In studios. <laughs> Music video shoots. Wow. At gigs and shows. <laughs> Even down to his home. His rented apartments in Lekki. Scores of touts who stormed his home, unleashing terror on him. Some Larry and his touts ensured that Mobad's legitimate business was constantly interrupted. They would disrupt his performances and then proceed to beat him, to strip him. Gosh, it seemed like he had no hiding place. They were everywhere. He was constantly living in panic, fear and apprehension. The next day was not guaranteed. He was in constant dread. It was so bad that he reportedly got married but couldn't even celebrate a proper marriage. Like he couldn't even celebrate his wedding because he was scared of what could happen at the venue. Even when he welcomed the son a few months ago, he couldn't even take the social media to announce it as people like him would typically do because he was scared for the lives of his family he wept he cried out he voiced out he said that if anything happens to him we should hold his record label boss naira mali to account okay. he said it i don't really mean like that from my mind so i don't know these people are behaving on me they have been doing bad things on me i went mad into it because of this issue now they are trying to kill me everybody in your world please help me if i die and what is also worthy of notes is that in all the pictorial and video publication uh -huh. evidencing all the many assaults that he passed okay. through, Mobad never retaliated. He never even defended himself. Uh -huh. He didn't want to fight. He just wanted his peace, his life, his oh, sanity. He came to America. Now, since we're talking about America and the, the originators of everything and you know what i'm saying let's 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 go to bobby hemmett the og bobby hemmett let's get some fba uh let's get some fba action going yeah <laughs> let's get some fba rhetoric going we were the pinnacle that all the other African nations followed. It's African children. The Africans in America. Yeah. We are the most unique brand of Negro there is. And no matter how much they claim that we are savages and inferior that the white man put in their head, they follow us. Uh-huh. And they follow us and we are unique because we have gone through a process it makes us like nobody else. You see what I'm saying? We are unlike anybody else. We are even unlike the Caribbeans. They still have a connection to Africa. You see it even in the talk and even in the everything about them. Still have African overtones to it. Because they was in a tropical land. We are the only people that have been made new. And whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, we have produced the most innovative inventions, genius, and intellectual ability mm -hmm. 
is unmatched. You figure they talk about a Diop, but well, hell, you got a damn Diop on every fucking country. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I'm not taking up from the African, and I'm not taking up from the people of the diaspora. But what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say okay, is, take your time. we have been the fo- at the forefront of running this stuff. Okay. That's just history. Sounds about right. Because there's something in us in a transformation that we have gone through. No matter how damn degenerated we might look today walking around the ghettos or whatever. And we sure look hella degenerate. <laughs> he ain't never lied. God damn it. There's something in us that's unique. That puts us closer to the ancient Egyptians than the damn Africans. Don't say that. That's why we connected back. Don't there. say that. And this was prophesized. Okay. 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 Yeah. Hey, rest in peace, Mo Bad. But man, if you just just should have pulled the burner boy, came to America, man, you you'd have been all right. You know, I'm I'm just saying. Um, one more story, and then we get up out of here. Two more stories. Two more stories. First things first. Well, technically three stories. Is it three? Yeah, one, two, three. That's fine. I got time. I got time. Y'all see this nonsense here? This is why I don't respect hip-hop. I keep trying to tell y'all, hip-hop is for children. One day, it's going to hit you. You're going to be like, damn, Sly was right. I, I'm too old to be participating in this nonsense. I'm way too old. I gotta grow up. Look at this delivery. shit here. How to sneak it in the game. Sold out in five minutes. You think Bill Clinton give a fuck about some custom Air Force Ones? <sighs> Do you think Bill Clinton wears tennis shoes? Y'all. Do you think Bill Clinton wears... This man got, is worried about the next set of kill lists he got going. No, come on. But if I didn't bring it to Bill, wow. Wow. it wouldn't be official. <laughs> Does that mean? Why are you at the Clinton Global Initiative, Fat Joe? That's the, that's the question we all need to be asking. Never mind him presenting some, some silly tennis shoes. Why is Fat Joe at the Clinton Global Initiative? That is the question we need to ask. Why, why, bro? Why are you at the Clinton Global Initiative? Why, sir? Why? Because if Sly, if you see Sly there, I'm gonna tell you why I'm here. You know why I'm here, okay? You're a honorary member. Of the squad. He's, a, he's an honorary member of the squad. Okay, you think right? This man but I love you so much, finish. man. So many years you fought for the people, man, and we love you. Fought for the people. And, uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm cool. a huge fan. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, they're cool. <laughs> Give you some street cred. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for all your love. But the mailman delivers. You want to get a picture? You want to get a picture with uh, me? Me and Hillary? Thank you, uh, Fat Joe, for coming to my initiative. Thank you. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. Hip hop, stay taking L's. Like, I don't even have to look for it anymore now. 
Y'all can look around and see for yourselves. Okay. Now, I have a question. Who's going to snitch first? DJ Envy or Caesar Pena? Who's going to snitch first? DJ Envy or Caesar Pena? I'm going to say Envy because Envy has never been, I don't believe he's ever been to prison. Caesar Pena has been to prison for shit some some white collar crime so who is going to tell on who first who's snitching first y'all who gonna snitch first who's gonna snitch first this big stanley acosta thought it was his chance to give his family a better life he invested one hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash in a real estate development deal the money was supposed to be used to flip this property in patterson but stanley says almost as soon as he signed the deal something felt wrong. This One of the bad. biggest flags for me was he didn't count the cash. Um, I'm giving you 150000 in cash. You're going to want to make sure that every dollar is there. The developer was Cesar Pena, a uh -oh. social media influencer who advertises real estate seminars. Stanley's contract promised in return for his $150,000 investment, he'd get $45,000 in interest, a 30% return in just five months. Yo, but nearly a year later, this. he hasn't seen any money and says Pena has stopped returning messages. From a financial standpoint, you, it's man. killed me completely. Um, I've had to take out loans to pay off credit card debts. And Stanley isn't alone. Kane in Your Corner has uncovered over a dozen lawsuits filed by people who... Oh no, it gets worse. It gets worse. Let's continue, let's continue. Filed by people who say they invested with Pena and never got the money they were promised. Just texting them like almost every other day, like, hey, what's up with the money? So he's like, I need that money, bro. Like, constantly texting them, texting them, texting them. He keeps delaying, delaying. Our investigation finds in some cases, Pena sold investments in properties real estate records show he never owned or sold years earlier. The lawsuits already total close to $10 million, with more being filed every week. For the last year and a half or more, it's just been taking money in from people and, and there's been no, no likelihood of people getting their money back. Some of the lawsuits also mention Rashawn Casey. He's a radio personality who goes by the name DJ Envy. Casey often appeared with Pena at real estate seminars, but his attorney insists he's a victim too. And DJ Envy also um, gave $500,000 as an investment, uh, which he has not uh, received back Yet. Pena's attorney declined to be interviewed, mm. but in a letter mm -hmm. to the mm. court, he complains about the. Okay, wait, 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 wait. There's more. Court, he complains about the tactics he says some investors are using. He writes, My clients need time to first protect their family from threats of death, rape, and physical harm. Wow. After that, he writes, They need to make serious and complex decisions as to how to move forward and what attorney or attorneys to move forward with. As for Stanley Acosta, he just hopes he and his family get some of their money back. If I had an opportunity to say something to Caesar and his family, it would be to just uh, do right by the victims. Yo, you know what's funny? I, I've been watching, I've watched The Wolf of Wall Street three times in the last week, literally. I've watched it three times in one week just because. That's a fascinating story. Let's continue with more nonsense. This, my Chicago Bears. What the fuck is going on in Chicago at Hallis Hall? Y'all hear this shit? Former Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams, he has officially resigned. That happened 
Earlier this morning, I'm told, after uh, a tumultuous week, to say the least, he did not coach last week. Matt Eberflus, the head coach, a defensive whiz himself, took over the play calling and essentially ran the defense. Alan Williams, who has not been in the building for some time, did resign today. Then he released a statement through an inter intermediary to me saying he is stepping back to take care of his health and family. He thanked Bears personnel. He said in the end of his statement that he values the NFL shield and after taking time to address his health, he plans to come back and coach. Now, a couple things, that's what it was. A couple things it was not, despite some online uh, reports to the contrary. The FBI did not, in fact, raid House Hall. The NFL is not involved. And Peanut Tillman. Okay, but did they raid his home? It's not because they were saying they raided, they raided his home. Well, we'll look into that. Who is an FBI agent, was not involved in this I whatsoever. I hate you right now. Listen to you. You said he, he looked like Captain Worf. You said he looked like an African dictator. There's a special place for y'all, okay? Terrible shame on y'all. What is wrong with y'all? Why we can't have nice things? I can't take y'all anywhere. Y'all know how to act in public. But let's take a look, see what happens. Let's take a look, see what happens. Because they were saying the feds raided his home today. And I'm just... And shock and awe. All right, let's see what happened. Let's see. Let's see what they're reporting. Let's see what they're reporting. Now, if the feds raid raided his home, there would be some footage. I'm sure neighbors would be like, "What in the hell?" Let's see what the Sun Times is saying. Let's see. Let's see. Where's it at? Where's the rip? I don't have an account. Nope. That's okay. Okay. Y'all slow as hell. Like an <laughs> African dictator. I can't with y'all right now. Okay. So they, they dispelled. Okay. Shortly thereafter. Sports Talk Chicago reported law enforcement raided Williams' home in the Bears' headquarters at Hallis Hall. Now, if the, now, we all know if the feds had showed up at Hallis Hall, it'd be all over the sports media. It would be all over. In connection with an undisclosed incident, a Lake Forest police source was not aware of any activity involving local law enforcement at Hallis Hall on Wednesday, but they're not denying it didn't happen to his home. Let's see. Uh, lots of speculation about the status of Bears defensive coordinator, Alan Williams. I can tell you for the last three days, we've been operating under the belief that his absence has not been related to health or a family matter. Okay, so his attorney says this. Given the false rumors and what seems to be out there on social media, I just want to set the record straight that Coach Williams has some health challenges and some family issues he's dealing with and he thought it was the right time to take a step back and deal with those issues. We're, we're four, three, four games into the season? What the fuck you mean? We're, four, we're three games into the season. What do, you, what, what do you mean this is a good time? The season just started. The season just started. Wow. Let's continue. He has tremendous respect for the Bears organization. He just thought it was the time to handle this health issue in his personal matters. Williams became defensive coordinator of the Bears last season after working as an assistant with the Colts, Lions, Vikings, and Bucks. Something is afoot. 
Something is afoot with this guy. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Okay. I don't trust it, y'all. Let's do this real quick. We're gonna wrap this thing up. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Lowerville's in the house. Oh, nope. Get out of here. Boop. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Pop that out. Okay. Boop. All right. Final story. If anybody cares, if anybody cares. This afternoon, really sad uh, update here coming out of uh, Temple University as the acting Temple president, Joanne Epps, just 72, has died after collapsing on stage during a campus event. We are getting an update right now from officials. Let's listen right here on Live Now from Fox. I'm working in the bookstore more than 40 years ago to the office of the president. No one was more beloved at our university than Joanne was. She was a personal friend and mentor to so many of us, and she pushed each of us to be the best versions of ourselves that we possibly could be. We will heal and honor Joanne's memory, but I can tell, but I can tell you that that will take some time. Okay. Now, if you go back a ways, a couple years ago, this is 2021. Um, so it said Temple University will not require fully vaccinated individuals to wear masks or participate in the university's COVID-19 testing program during the fall of 2021. President Richard Englert and Executive Vice President and Provost Joanne Epps announced Tuesday in the message to students, faculty and staff. Individuals who are not fully vaccinated will be required to wear masks indoors, except when eating or drinking and outdoors when it is not possible to distance from others, according to the announcement. Um, so this was 2021. This was 2021. And I don't think they have a cause of death for Joanne Epps. And I... I'm surprised no one had footage of her of her falling out because normally that shit, you know, within a day or two, it shows up online. But, you know, not that it's needed or anything like that. She left the law school, fell in a university event. Mm, okay, okay. Uh, we became Temple's leader earlier this year after the resignation. Come on, okay. Close, close, close. Resignation of Jason Wingard was scheduled to speak at an event in memory of historian and author Charles L. Bloxon. Okay, so shortly after the event began, Epps, a former Temple Law School uh, dean and provost who has worked at the university for nearly four decades, was carried out in the arms of a uniformed officer after the announcer asked whether there was a doctor in attendance her cause of death was not immediately known that's terrible that's terrible I mean I do have a question but it doesn't matter at this point but shout out to her a vigil is planned at the bell tower at noon on Wednesday flags will be flown at half staff on the university campus it will be up to professors how to handle their classes on Wednesday 
Oh, okay, here we go. After leaning forward to pick up some papers, Williams Witherspoon noticed something seemed to be wrong with Epps. I said, Joanne, are you okay? Williams Witherspoon recalled she didn't respond. Her eyes were open. I touched her hand and said, in the name of Jesus, Epps took a deep breath before an officer came and carried her out. Williams Witherspoon said it wouldn't be until about halfway through the blocks and event that she learned of her friend's death. I loved her. Oh, here we go. I knew it. And give it, give it another day or two. The footage will come out. I loved her. She's been my friend for many years. We've been through so much as a university in the community. But we have to honor that she was willing to come back from retirement to keep moving forward. And we have to honor that vision. This is sad. This is sad. She absolutely changed the tone and tenor of things on campus. It's a very somber day. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to wrap this up. This is sad. Rest in peace, sister. Okay. Is there anything else? Did I miss anything? Let me check. Did I miss anything real quick? <laughs> Wait. Hey. Casanova, you still here? Cass, are you still in the chat? I, I have something for you. I have to. Because <laughs> she wasn't here earlier. Cass, if you're in the chat, let me know. <laughs> Cass, if you're in the chat, let me know. <laughs> I have something for you. <laughs> I have something for you. Okay, she's back. All right, I get, this is for you. Hold up. This is for you, sis. This is my gift to you. This is my gift to you because you weren't here earlier today. I want you to catch up on everything. I've been called a sex witch and I've been called a demon on the dick. <laughs> I love dick. <laughs> Can just eat dick all day. What's wrong with me? I don't know. So she had to go on a celibate journey, eating too much dick, taking too much dick. When you're hot, you can just get dick, do what you want. But now I'm a wife, so you can't just fuck this anymore. But I used to throw it back quite a lot on top dollar men, believe it or not. <laughs> men you probably might know. <laughs> so I've been with the men that are managing maybe your favorite artists. Interesting. Interesting. You wanna say talk to you wanna talk to me? Talk to me. If you can't talk to me, then clearly my vibration is too high. Wait, say that. I have a million accents. Ni hao. That's Asian. This motherfucker said it's Asian. Not Chinese, but I had to run that back for cat. <laughs> I had to run that back. I had to. I had to. I had to, to y'all. I had to. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo, yo. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I thank y'all for hanging out. Thank you, everybody um, that came through. 
Uh, Priest, thank you for the donation, bro. Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Wait, in your words, let me see what is this. What clip is this? Oh shit, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. All right, I'm out of here. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all night. We'll do this again tomorrow. Have a good night, baby. <laughs> I'm <almost> like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for y'all get out of here. Peace.